0: Welcome back to the program. Why is our messaging to young people in this province failing? What is it that we are not saying? How is it that we are not saying it? What platform are we using? Is it even possible to convince young people to stay away from parties at private residence or cottages? We've heard examples of that. People, uh, Young people in cottage country for the summer just all getting together at big parties. And we've seen the numbers continue to tick back up. And so what is it that we need to say? And how do we need to say it? At the beginning of the program this hour, I talked about the lack of communication flair that we have in this province, especially when it comes to our top doctor. For example, our top doctor, Dr. Williams, yesterday was talking about an incident that happened in Texas where a young man, had said, I think coronavirus is a hoax and I'm going to a party. And then he got the disease and he ultimately died of it. A powerful example. Here is how our top doctor relayed that story. As we've alluded to before, we've heard of cases where there have been so-called similar parties down the states and we've had a 31-year-old die who basically, before he died, said, I guess it was a bad idea. And it was a bad idea. Now, contrast that with the communication style in British Columbia, where the provincial health officers are there, Dr. Bonnie Henry, is a bit of a rock star. Yesterday, Dr. Henry said that when it was asked, what's your level of concern about the number of cases in British Columbia right now between 1 and 10, she said about 102. To talk further about Dr. Henry... And how she communicates with her province, because I'll tell you, when she talked yesterday, people stood, sat up and took notice, not only in British Columbia, but right across this country. People noticed, and we don't necessarily have that here. But to talk further about what's happening in British Columbia, I'm pleased to welcome to the program uh, Dr. Richard Zussman, Global News BC's reporter. Uh, Hello, Dr. Zussman.
1: Yeah, I wish. I'm a long ways from that. I do listen to Dr. Henry a lot, but I haven't got the credentials quite yet, Al.
0: <laughs> um, Richard, how, why was uh, the doctor, the good doctor, Dr. Henry, uh, so concerned with what she was relaying yesterday?
1: Yeah, so the big concern obviously is around. We've had one major incident in Kelowna, a popular tourist destination around Canada Day, where a number of young people gather together. And the big concern, and I no doubt this is happening in Ontario as well, is not just are young people gathering, so those in their teens and 20s and 30s at parties, but they are often gathering with people who they don't know. And so, and they often change who they're with. Uh, night to night. And that's hugely concerning for public health officials in Ontario and in British Columbia and everywhere else, because it doesn't allow them to contact trace. So you have these gatherings one night, maybe at a restaurant, another night at a hotel, another night out at the beach. And as people start contacting with more people, and then they leave these communities and head back home, they can bring COVID-19 with them. And it's very hard to break the chains of transmission if Uh, Health officials do not know who people have been in contact with. So that is the big concern from Dr. Henry. As you mentioned, saying she's 102 on a scale from 1 to 100 in terms of concern. And she's pleading with young people, you know, yes, you can go out and enjoy the summer. You can spend time with your friends. You can be outdoors. But do it with people you know minimize your contacts and ensure that if you do meet up with people you don't know get their phone numbers so if someone in that community gets sick you can pass that on to health officials and it can easily help break those change of transmission
0: in terms of communication you know to young people uh, what can you tell me about the communications from the uh, province of British Columbia? Here in Ontario, I can tell you that, you know, we have, you know, advertising campaigns here on this radio station, for example, on our television station. Uh, we do have online advertisements and, you know, all, all the sort of flyers and stuff like that. But, I mean, from your perspective, do you think they're effectively communicating to young people in the province?
1: No, and it's a big worry for Dr. Henry as well. We know that younger people are moving away from traditional forms of media. They are spending more time on different social media accounts. One of the big things Dr. Henry did is she did a takeover of Olivia Munn's social media account. So she's an actress with over 2 million social media followers. It was part of an international campaign and Dr. Henry was invited to take over that platform for a day to help communicate to young people. But, you know, it's been one of the great communication struggles. You describe Dr. Henry as a rock star. I think she has a lot of supporters here in British Columbia, but she has even acknowledged a hard time speaking to young people. She often alludes to the young people in her lives who she encourages them to speak to their friends about how to deal with COVID-19. And, and speaks about how the impacts of this virus have been different on young people. They have seen higher rates of unemployment. They have seen higher rates of mental health issues. They've seen higher rates of struggling financially through the crisis. And all of that is leading to a lot of people just saying, well, I'm gonna try to get back to living my life normal. Normal doesn't work right now. And so it's all about young people communicating to young people and helping spread that message inside those communities. You know chief medical health officers are effective, but a 20-year-old isn't going to listen in many cases to what they have to say. And Dr. Henry acknowledges that and says it's important for those communities to speak amongst themselves to try to send the message.
0: Yeah, and what a great point that is. You know, when we have uh, our premier here or our medical officer of health saying, you know, think of your grandma and, you know, think of your parents and all the rest of those things. I'm not sure that that message is getting through. Maybe it's just from, you know, the form of it in terms of it's on television in the afternoon, you know, when a lot of seniors are gathering around to watch the premiere, but not a lot of young people are. Uh, is it the form right. or is it just the fact that it's coming from, you know, a, an older adult instead of a peer? And and you wonder, is there any way that we can get this message through? And Richard, I, I will notice, uh, mention this thing. We've talked so much about bars reopening, and I, and I know in British Columbia you've had some outbreaks uh, related to bars. But it it seems that from the data, that's not been the real problem area. It's these private gatherings instead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the big point of focus here. It's indoor gatherings where people are switching each night and and are in some cases larger than uh, expected groups. And so, you know, the requirements in restaurants is that a table can be no more than six people. In some cases, we're seeing tables spill over, which is something that our chief medical health officer has pushed for it not to happen. But yes, it's those smaller gatherings that are the issue. And one of the things early on that Dr. Henry spoke to is trying to figure out maybe we have a text message alert, or maybe we start focusing our communications budget provincially on Instagram or TikTok, or going to where young people are to speak to them. And we've seen some of that shift here is a is an acknowledgement by Dr. Henry that we need to go to where the people are. So the next step is going to be working with uh, hotels and here in BC, houseboats and cottage rental companies about... Uh, speaking to their clients around how they are to behave. And that's a tough thing for industry to do, Alan. You know this. Like, industry's been hit so hard by this. You know, these cottage rental companies need the revenues to survive. They're looking at a year that's going to be unlike any other. They need customers to come, but the province wants it to be, yes, the customers can come, but they need to be there and they need to practice this COVID safety that we have have been working through here in the province and across the country.
0: You know, uh, I, one of the things I like to do is I like to annoy my wife by um, proposing <laughs> travel that we're not going to possibly do. Not, not We're just not doing it. Uh, and one of the things I constantly say, because this is actually what we were going to do this year, is we we're going to go to Tofino. So we were going to travel and we were going to come to British Columbia. Uh, are you seeing much travel in BC? Because obviously, you know, each and every summer, you know, the province is overrun by tourists from all around the world. What's it like this year?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's been a massive drop-off, obviously, in international tourists. The tourism industry here today sent out a press release about 30 minutes ago asking the provincial government for more than $650 million as a bailout to help the industry. So obviously, the industry is decimated by what we've seen, and and that's mainly due to the border restrictions. American travelers make up a big chunk of travel, but also travelers from Ontario and everywhere else in the country come to beautiful British Columbia, and, and people just aren't coming because of concerns around COVID. But we are seeing record-breaking travel inside the province. And yes, we've seen a tick up in numbers in the last few weeks, and our curve is no longer flat, and all of that is concerning. But the government is still encouraging British Columbians to travel BC and do it safely. Unlike you, I may be lucky enough to go to Tofino this summer because I live on Vancouver Island, and we may have the opportunity to travel here.
0: Did, did we just cut him off because he was gloating over going to Tofino? Is that what <laughs> happened? <laughs> we just uh, lost uh, Richard, not Dr. Zussman. He uh, he he's not a doctor, but he listens to one on television each and every day. That is uh, Richard Zussman who we're speaking to in uh, British Columbia. He is a reporter for Global News. Interesting to get that perspective from that province. And uh, I just you know I just adore British Columbia. Lived there for a number of years. That's actually where I began my TV career in Vancouver. Um, so I, I know it well. And you know I was really excited about being able to go there this this summer. And at one point I was like, well, maybe we could just still go. But obviously that's, that's not something that is happening. But interesting to hear him talk about that province recognizing, recognizing the communication issues with talking to young people. And I have not heard that here in Ontario in the same kind of a forceful way where there's some real acknowledgement that, you know what, part of the problem is we're just not talking correctly to young people. And I think there's some questions of whether or not young people are going to listen anyway. I mean, just it, it, as I said, at the beginning of the program, you know, at a certain point in your life, you know, whatever authority tells you to do, you're like, I am not doing that. I mean, that's just kind of part of growing up and maturing. And then, you know, later in life you can think, wow, that was dumb. I shouldn't have done that. But at that time, When you have no experience with consequence and everything is about immediate gratification, it's difficult to get that message through. But what's clear is that what we're doing now, the way we're communicating now, it's not working. It's not working. And somehow we're going to have to get through to young people. And so interesting to note that it's not about the bars reopening. Which is really something that I've been saying, I don't know if this is a good idea. But again, we got the evidence that shows that it's people in, you know, not necessarily just in bars and restaurants, but these groups of people, whether it's at private homes or cottages, and they're just changing up that group day in and day out. And so there's no such thing as bubbles. And so I think maybe maybe that's where we need to concentrate. We need to be able to say, you got to lock it down. You know, some kind of, you know, funny TikTok video about, you know, don't violate your bubble. Don't cheat on your bubble. Don't, as Jada Pinkett Smith would say, don't get an entanglement outside your bubble.